coaching humans on how to get clear about the work they're doing. By listening to others spill their guts, I know you'll relate, relieve some stress, and find the tools to freaking do what you feel called to do. Hello, glorious humans who are just trying to do their best and not just be a consumer, but be a creator. Tis I, Allison. Eric and I were laughing about that the other day where we're like, we're done creating stuff. We're done. I'm done creating. I'm just going to consume. I'm just going to be a consumer. I'm just going to eat food. I'm going to watch TV. I'm just going to consume other people's content. Wouldn't that be nice? And that's a joke, but that's honestly, I think, a place a lot of us get into, a place where a lot of us live, because it is exhausting creating. It is exhausting putting yourselves out there. So go ahead, take a break for a minute if you need to, and just consume. I need to get sponsored by Twinkies. I always want to consume a Twinkie or a Hostess cake of some delicious sort. Have one on me. Let's get into episode 13. This is such a good one. How to get more time in your life with Nat Mads. Okay, Natalie is such a rock star. You're going to be listening to this interview and she's going to be dropping like late night TV show hosts. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get intimidated. Natalie was, we're going to, we get into her background, but she was part of Studio C, which was this huge success, uh, a sketch comedy on BYU television, huge on YouTube. She started JK Studios which is now like a digital media creation content company and they're on NBC's Bring the Funny right now. They're doing phenomenal on the competition. They just advanced to another round. This has happened since I talked to her. She is just exceptional, but... She's a lot like me and a lot like you. I'm thinking she's highly creative. She's got a lot of passions, a lot of projects, and she's working with a lot of really, really creative people. So we really dive into that feeling of franticness, that feeling of how am I going to get all this done? How do I prioritize? And how do I kind of start working with other people? So even if you don't have any employees and that seems so far off in the future, listen, if you're creating work in this world, if you're if you're being a creator and not just a consumer, you have to work with other people. And this is going to be super helpful. So dive in. You're going to love it. Yes, you're doing it. Good job. Do you, I mean, do you introduce yourself as Nat Mads? Yeah, this is a great question. Because I've been thinking about this coaching session with you. I've been super pumped. I have like two lanes here currently. For the peeps at home, JK Studios Studios. is the one lane. And JK Studios, just for the OG, Studio C was a very, very popular television show on BYU TV. Yeah, it did okay. It was fun. I was was there for seven years. It was the most popular thing BYU TV. So you're like, it did okay. Yeah, sure, you can do that. It was the most (laughs) successful thing BYU TV ever created with a national appeal you guys went on what you went on fancy things 
Conan and like a few other. <laughs> one time I was on Conan. I peek out on that. It was great. It was great. Yeah. But spent seven years creating a show. Yeah. Loved, loved it. I loved it so much. We have a team of 10. Yeah. This is my creative team. Yeah. And this is probably what we'll get into a lot because holy cow, there's 10 people. Because on the one hand, awesome, there's 10 people. And on the other hand, holy cow, there's 10 people to utilize. It's like a constant juggling act. So we met there, we learned there, we learned a ton. Seven years. seven years is a long time. Seven years is a really long time. Almost exactly a year ago, we said, peace out, known entity of Studio C. Yeah. We walked away and created our own media company. The main goal of this media company is to essentially create an online network for family-friendly comedy. It's online all, network for family yep. friendly comedy. So it's only online. We don't we don't care about linear TV anymore. Who does? Yeah. You know, like it's all it's all about streaming services. I don't even know that phrase of linear TV. It's the old like, oh, it's 7 p.m. I gotta get home to catch the voice. Like no one does that. Yeah. It's all online, right? Yeah. So the whole like um paying for cable, there's cord cutters all the time. We're like, yeah, I don't have cable. I haven't had cable. I don't have cable, I haven't had for years. Most people don't, especially our age. Yeah. So it's just basically leaning into the digital thing and then saying we wanna create a platform specifically for comedy that's we, we call it now safe for work because family friendly has like a kind of weird connotation sometimes but basically like you could safe for work safe for work or like you could share it and you're not like embarrassed because it drops an f-bomb or whatever. yeah that's kind of that's yeah. like basically like our core value and our core what we're doing but we've been around for a year we've done three funded series with brands that are so awesome so it's jk studios JK and studios. it's primarily on youtube is it's is the platform pretty much just on youtube it's right just now. We on ju- youtube we just launched we started like slowly putting out videos on Facebook about a month ago. Okay, how's that? And we're just kind of learning. Like, we're not paying for any views or we're not A-B test. Like, we're just yeah. kind of, like, throwing things out and seeing how it goes. Interesting. So that's, like, Facebook is kind of, like, new territory for us. We never but really YouTube, did that But YouTube, even though you were with BYU TV, which is, like, a channel and a station, right. you were seeing a ton of success on YouTube. Yeah, our, so taking our a lot 90% of, of our audience was YouTube. 90% of the audience was YouTube. Do you feel like you were able to transfer that YouTube audience with you from Studio C to JK Studio? Um, yes and no. We got some. The transition has been a little clunky, mainly because we can only control our side of the transition. Does that yes. make sense? So, studio, oh, so, that makes ex- so, so sense. Studio C is with BOTV. They're recasting. They're they're continuing on. About a year ago when we said, hey, we're leaving, they said, okay, well, we have to announce it. And we were like, well, we're still going to be in content for like another year. Like we literally, they posted a new video like two days ago and we're in it still. Like yeah. we're still in content because they yeah. make content so far ahead. Of, we're like, and we're like, okay, well, let's wait till our content's done. And then we can say we're leaving, but these guys are coming and they're great. And it just didn't really work out. Yeah. So, so that, did that, you feel like there was no trans? in there no but I think once once we're fully not like once the new people are in Studio C I think it'll be clear of like where'd the old people go oh they went here <laughs> you know what I mean because right now it's like that's wait so, so you're kind of doing both and it's like we that's so, so for like audience facing we're in two things right now but well I actual was, time for the last year has only been JK Studios and what's interesting is I have an eight-year-old and I mean I'm not kidding Studio C is on your Studio C what right. Studio C is to me is you Sure. Right. Well, I, well, yeah. well that, that's true for yeah. everyone because they haven't seen the new people. Exactly. Okay, so the new people aren't even out yet. No. Okay, that's hysterical. So they start in September. That's why we're like, why are we announcing a year ahead? Anyway. So, I mean, you're on every day. 
-hmm. You're in my home every day. I'm really sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I enjoy <laughs> it. That's the whole beauty That's of your good. content. But I will say, I definitely can see the difference between what you're able to do with JK Studios, mm -hmm. which I'm just going to go ahead and assume because I know you guys-ish. It feels more, this is what you want to be doing. Yeah, it's just like the main It's thing, a natural progression. It's a natural progression. Yeah. Like we could have stayed with Studio C forever and ever and done sketches forever and ever and been moderately happy. Like I don't think yeah. it would have been a miserable choice. But probably about, you know, like six years into the show, we were like, okay, I think we're hitting a ceiling here. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so we can keep doing the same thing and kind of stagnate or we can really go for it. Like we want to make movies and sitcoms. We want to do other yeah. things together. We have our creative team and we have an abundance of ideas. We just needed the time to do it. Yeah. Which doing Studio C, we never would have had the time because we were, I think a lot of people don't realize we were the writing team and we were the acting team. So, and that's usually two people's jobs, right? Well, and I know like with SNL from like the back interviews, which is like the only sketch comedy I think any of us compare something yeah, to. Yeah. They have a writing team and the actors work with the writers, but there is also a writing team. Oh, uh -huh. there's like, right? a, SNL is like 25 writers. And so you guys, just the same group of 10. We, we, had a, we had a few outside writers come in and help who are all brilliant and really smart, but we were, yeah. we were the core team, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just so much content. Okay, so you're at JK Studios and the way that you are making money is by creating content and then I know like purple yep you got a big contract with them and so you're creating a series yes and one company funds the series is that how you're doing it that's how it's been so far so basically when we first started we started approaching brands and saying hey this is a really interesting model that I think is really new it's just not really happening yeah right so from what we've heard from marketing people they're excited and feel like this is how marketing is going which is great yeah it's essentially what we did is we took influencer marketing and just like ramped it up. Yeah, basically. 100%. So we approached brands that we knew and love and just said, hey, we have an idea and this is how it fits into your brand. Like yeah. we feel like your brand would fit well with this kind of sense of humor or the subject matter. So instead of like paying a company to make you a big commercial, which is like, you know, maybe three minutes long and a lot of people will watch it and it's a little bit more traditional marketing. Yeah. Fund a whole show. We'll give you 10 episodes that are each and is that seven what you're to selling 10 minutes. Episodes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. We had um, our sitcom freelancers was eight episodes because it's a more traditional sitcom with many locations and many, like, it's just a more expensive show to make. Yeah. Okay. So you have it's this incredible business model, this incredible business model. It's, it's really new and different. It's new and, and, and different. And also, like, the thing about our company, we're so young. So we've, like I said, we're about a year old, and this has been working for about a year. Yeah. But there's also other options and things that we might completely pivot our business plan. Isn't that fun? That's my life. Isn't that so fun? I have a, a, that's why I teach branding because I have a brand and the business model changes. Yeah, all the it time. does. Right. But we, I mean, we're similar. We're like, our brand is safe for work, family friendly comedy that yeah. you genuinely want to watch. Yeah. That like, hopefully the parents don't want to rip out their eyes well, and the kids can watch it too. That's what I think is a really, really huge thing right now that cross-generational where Ginger, the eight-year-old is watching it, a 12-year-old would happily watch it and I happily watch it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like Eric and I were in bed happily watching your Stranger Things parody. Did you like it? Oh, our, was did it too I much not blood? tell you? Like, Eric was laughing so hard. He was, like, hyperventilating. I loved it so much. He was much. laughing so hard. I, I mean, was, I, I was, was really laughing. proud of that one. It was so good. And I'm okay if Ginger watches it. And Ginger thought it was funny for completely different reasons. Uh-huh. That's cool. Yeah, and so it, it, so it is. That it's, makes me happy. I think there's a huge need for that. That's mm -hmm. something that I can watch with my kids, but, like, I'm enjoying it just as much as they are. Yeah. What are your pain points? Everything's going great for you. Oh. Look at you, you you're would a huge think. star. Everything is going great. There's always a million things that can be better. 
What's what, the, what's what we were talking about two avenues. Yeah. There's JK, there's Nat Mads. Nat oh, Mads, Nat I'm Mads. not ready to be coached on. Okay, that's I good. I don't do enough individually. I feel like the Nat Mads road for me is like, I just kind of started an Instagram because I was on Studio C. So you kind of felt and like I you started, needed to. Well, and I, I felt like I had a lot to say, like I had fun content to put out. And then I got kind of burned out of the content. And now like, I just kind of have like this following where we're pushing, where it, it helped with the transition to JK. Yeah, yeah. And I was just kind of there. And then and we I, haven't even talked about how you were on Bring the Funny. Yeah, we're, we're on it right now. You're on it right this minute so, so we on just, NBC. Our last episode was last week on Tuesday. We made it through to round three. You didn't know I was going to watch it. I oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm Spoiler so alert. happy for you. We're still in the competition. Okay, good. I'm, I'm not shocked at all. And you guys are crushing As it on now. that competition. So, yeah. So, what's nothing's going wrong for you. No. <laughs> you wish. You wish. Um, I think this is so good. I mean, like, literally, you just dropped Conan and being on a show on NBC, and we're just, like, casually talking about it. We're, like, I'll just have, like, this, like, out-of-body moment where I'm, like, Nat Mads, you're crushing it. <laughs> and then this is like, so well, good for people to hear. Because here's the thing. Yeah. It's not just me. That's why, like, Nat Mads, I don't feel, I don't feel like I'm ready to be coached on This yet. is a huge thing for you. Because it's just, like, because it's my team. Like I like I said, no, but this my is, pain you're point okay. is you know, your pain point. Let me tell you what your pain point is, and then okay. you tell me your pain point is is you're okay claiming success as part of a team but mm-hmm. you cannot own that success for yourself no because it's not just me like, you know it's, it's not. not just you but but like like it's not you know what i mean so like i'm not you, like the face of jk you couldn't Studios. be I'm do you think you it. wouldn't have success on your own doing something uh that's a great question i know i'm so good at having i think questions. i i think i could be successful doing something Does on that my own scare it has you? to be the right thing i don't think it scares me i think it's does it not interest uh, you? Yeah, it probably actually scares me. Like, well, it scares me to just be like, okay, I'm going to do this thing all by myself. I've yeah. never really done that business-wise. Just because, like, especially, like, our content, I'm so proud of it. And I feel like the main reason it's so good is because there's 10 brains on it that I know and trust and love. And we all mm. speak the same creative language. So I always want to speak a language with them. Like, I always, like we're always going to make stuff together until we're, like, 80. Like, I just okay. I just know that's true. It'll be different combinations of us, but, like, that's yeah. our people. Like, we're going to make a movie someday, and we're all going to be involved, 100%. Like okay. I, I wouldn't want anybody else involved. Okay. So like there's there's that kind of avenue of like my comedy. We've all grown up together and learned this thing together. So like they're always gonna be my people. But then I'm just like also just a person, and I feel like I'm really driven. And I you're have a person. Ideas. I'm just a human. What? That's right. I'm a living human. And, you mean you're not and just I feel what you like, make? <laughs> That's weird. New Sometimes. concept for us. Yeah, it kind of is. Mm. At least, like, because our whole lives is content. That's, like, all, that's what it's all about. And so I think with me individually, I know I'd want my own solo project. That idea excites me. I have no idea what that is yet. So I'm just, and like, I'm, like, not to. ready to, like, dig yeah. into Yeah, so what's the pain point with JK Studios? Pain point with JK Studios is, at the same time, our best asset, which is all 10 people. Okay. The pain points are communication mm. and defining roles. Who's in charge? Good question. That's a huge problem. So who's in charge? I'll tell you. In our company, we have a manager. He's an employee. It's a very interesting situation. So he's our yeah. manager slash CEO. Like, again, the, the roles. How do you define a role? Yeah. He's a manager slash CEO. He's our de facto, okay, he's like, if we're making a tough call, he gets the ultimate vote. But we're his boss. And we also... We're like a really interesting ecosystem, man. We're like, if it is a topic about marketing, Stacy's in charge because we know he knows the most about that. If okay. it's a topic about content, Mallory or Matt are for sure in charge. The way that we've basically structured this thing is we're making a lot of shows all at once. If the show is your idea, you're what's called a showrunner, which is like okay. an LA thing. This is why yeah. we're such a weird company. We're like half 
YouTuber influencer, half like straight up like in LA entertainment business. We're a very interesting hybrid. So but to we that have people point, in charge of projects or like sub things. We don't like basically if, if you were to ask me who's in charge of the whole thing, is it's yeah. It's really easy to get to this place where it's like, we're just so different, there's no solution. So we I get just, there all the time. Like I just I get to that place. I'm not like an influencer, I'm not like this and blah blah right. blah. Where okay, if you're gonna be pioneers in the industry, there are the growing pains and the pain points yeah. but at the end of the day just like back to that concept of like people and business models they're yeah. all different but you have core commonalities right totally right and so I think just like keep that in mind when you're like we're so different we couldn't make this work that right. script what purpose is that serving it doesn't serve a purpose that is going to take you to a solution no sure doesn't right and so I'm just it serves a panic what, it serves a what panic is what it, it does I love that it serves a panic that is so good so because that's something that I think all of us can do is we can say, here's the script, here's the story. Right. What is it serving? In this case, it's serving panic. Yeah. It's not offering you any solutions. No. So I know that you're open to that, but I'm just putting it on the table where it's like, let's just be aware of that because yeah. I do the exact same thing. I'm such a special, unique unicorn. I know. But I'm different than everyone. And so, no so like, like you've got like showrunners, you're like a media company, but here's the only thing that matters. The only thing that matters is you know what you're doing. Yep. That's it. So back to the pain point who's in charge mm -hmm. what would success look like to you for who's in charge yeah what would success feel like because right now we're feeling icky and confused uh -huh. but if we don't have like a clear picture of like what the resolution would actually feel like look like uh, okay, then okay. we're moving towards it and it's like maybe you're there yeah maybe Do you see what I'm saying I think success would feel like I know exactly how I'm spending my time uh, every day which I feel like I'm getting better and better at I'm one of those people like we were talking about in one of your other episodes where like I feel like if I spend any time at work I have to justify it and make that money okay so sometimes I'm like well if I'm gonna get a sitter for four hours I'm gonna have do every 15 have minutes planned out a you know set I mean? work schedule I do but do you feel like you're saying when you are at work you have to be productive every minute I think productive every minute I would I would prefer that but I also like so we, we have an office space together my work time that I am in office mode is usually noon to four-ish. Yeah. So it's four hours, no kids around me. I can really buckle down and get things done. In those four hours, we'll get phone calls from different things and have to pivot Oh, never mind. This is more important. This yeah. is more important. Like it, yeah. like it just happens all the time. We're getting so many opportunities, which is amazing. But it also means, how do you pray? Like we're constantly asking, what's the priority to do right now? That is literally like, my even, struggle every day. Yeah. Every single day, especially because the similarity is you're in a production schedule and production schedule is similar to events-based yeah, businesses. Uh -huh. sure. And I was just saying this to my therapist this morning. Oh. <laughs> events-based businesses are fire 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 and that's what you're doing 100% and so if it doesn't pertain to what's on fire at this minute chuck it over there right and so the idea of actually slowing down and getting some organization and structure in place literally feels like somebody's holding a gun to your head true or false it feels For like me, it, it feels like someone's holding a gun to my head but I also like I almost have like a longing for being able like I, yes. I, I know that if we were to slow down yes. and get things really into the system it would make things better maybe that's a lie too because then I, I think a main reason why we haven't done that is 
because I feel like we change so much that we feel like that might be a waste of time, but maybe that's wrong. So here's the great thing about systems is systems are adaptable. And so that's what I've spent the last like year and a half of my business focusing on mm -hmm. is systems. Okay. So we get a system in place for a workshop that I maybe do three times a year. We get a system in place for a sales page mm -hmm. for a certain type of product yeah. that's maybe going to happen once a year. Right. But see, what happens then is when it's time to do another product, we have a loose basis of a system. Right. And I will say that has been, let me tell you all the reasons why putting systems in place suck for people like me and you. Yeah. It's not glamorous. No. It's not showy. There's nothing that you can hold up and say, look what I made, look what I did. True. It's not showing you results. Mm -hmm. It's not giving you money in the moment. Right. It feels like it's slowing you down and it's a huge chore. And mm -hmm. it takes your creative brain yep. and makes it feel like crazy. it's going to explode. Yep. I think all those things are true. It feels like we would love to set up a system if we had the time. You'll never have the time. But we'll never have the time. You have to make the time. Yep. Is anyone else feeling this pain point or is it oh, a yeah. pain point all of for us. you? I would say at least 80% of our team is. That's, we talk about this all the time. So it's actually taking a lot of time. Yeah. It probably is. Now that I say it out loud, it's like, oh yeah, if we would have just put the time into it, then we could stop talking about how it's a problem. So here's <laughs> here's just like a couple of options, mm -hmm. right? Here's a few options. Okay. So I think one option, rather, I have a really hard time figuring out titles. And oh who's in charge gosh. of this? And who's project managing this? And who reports to who? Right. And I think that you and I are similar there where the structure of our organization is like, Literally, most of the time I'm in charge, but also if you're on event day and you right. want to know where something goes, you ask McKenna. Don't you dare right. ask me. Uh -huh. I'm not in charge. Uh -huh. Like McKenna's in charge of that. So rather than trying to focus on sitting down and saying, Stacy, you're marketing director and all things right. refer to you, which may or may not actually be beneficial. Uh -huh. It really, it really might be down the road. Yeah. I would maybe go on a project by project basis yeah. and try to get systems in place for every single aspect of your business. Yeah. So you notice where you're getting stopped. Uh-huh. And I just learned this term from somebody who works at Amazon and they call it a COE cause of error report. You sit down. So, I mean, are there ever any errors in your business? Never. 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 What are you talking about? Of course. Of course. We or probably had five errors today. Yes. Yeah, so something <laughs> doesn't happen and then you all sit down and it's like this. And all I ever want to do is I want to get down. And I loved like that was like freeing my mind of like, yeah. yes, that's all I want is the cause of the error. Right. And really, so I think what I'm hearing for you is the error in this scenario is showing up at work and not knowing exactly what to focus on for the day. Uh -huh. And so what is the cause? Sitting down every single day that it's happening and start being aware of, and you're going to start to notice habits and patterns. And yeah. maybe you're already doing that. Are you noticing some patterns and trends of things that are stopping you or distracting you? So for example, uh -huh. and hop in whenever it clicks for you, okay? Great. Great. But for example, we have our meetings on Mondays where we sit down and we go through everything we need to go through for the week. Us too. Yay. Cute. So Mondays are our day. Monday meetings. And I was noticing that before we got to the end of a certain topic, mm -hmm. we would start going off in a side shoot. Oh yeah. This all sounds very familiar to And me. it has <laughs> taken me saying, what is the deliverable? Of, what the, is, of like the meeting or the discussion? Of just the one thing. Okay. okay. So for example, what are we going to do for the news? This newsletter. Okay. Oh, we need to talk about this topic. Mm -hmm. Oh, we need to talk about this. Oh, this reminds me of this, blah, blah, blah. And then you get on that thing and then you leave 
and what happened with the newsletter or oh, what we happened we with never the landed correspondence. On we never landed on it. So it literally has taken me going, okay, what is the final decision on this? Uh-huh. What is the date? And then this is the new thing I've been adding in. What is the date for the check-in? Because that is something that system averse yeah. people like us uh-huh. that follow through, yeah. I think is probably another big problem. Yeah, right. Probably. We're, we're, and it's something we're getting better at. But. Right, where it's, things get done, but people aren't checking in and communicating on the project, or mm-hmm. it's a new project that's not a fire, that's not a priority, so it doesn't have a hard deadline. Right. That's what happens for us. That happens for us all the time. Like, basically, we'll have all these needs and things that we know need to go on, but there's something yeah. else on fire, yep. and eventually that need is on fire. Yes. And we think, oh, if we would have been more organized yes. three weeks ago, we, this fire would have been not so big that and makes so sense. then here's what you do is you sit down when everything's on fire and you said mm. what was the cause of error yeah we had the conversation why didn't the conversation go anywhere because I left the conversation not saying that I would take action on this by this date and right. you left the conversation not sure do you see what I'm saying yeah yep, or yep. maybe it's like oh because I forgot mm-hmm. like, like really the right. cause of error can be like I forgot okay if we forgot then maybe like what calendar system what check right system? how can we yeah 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 so so no, little, for sure I think little systems like that deadlines do, would be huge for we us. do a lot of flow charts mm. um like a lot of like picture mapping charts where we get everything out and so for example at the beginning of this week Julie and I talked about all of the stories for my Instagram feed okay that we want to go up yeah. So there was, okay, I want something talking about the new business therapy episode each week going up on Allison's Brand School and in the Allison Show. Okay. Okay, great. No. The conversation then has to be how. How and what and when and yeah. And what does it look like? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, on the Allison Show, I want to focus on a business therapy question. It's going to be three slides uh-huh. and it's going to be like this. Okay. On Allison's Brand School, we're going to post about it on this day and this day and it's going to look like this. Do you see what I'm yep. saying? Get specific about it. Get specific. Then Julie creates the content. She comes back to me and I go, ooh, actually, that doesn't feel like something I want to post. And we pivot till we have it locked in. Okay. So it's like you're doing the same thing. It's just these all this little tiny minutiae. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. I want to offer one more thing at you. And then I want to get into a specific fire for you because Great. I think the application is when it's going to actually yep. be helpful. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Another thing that was very helpful for us for a time was at the beginning of the day, everybody did their top three priorities. So right now, for me, I come in and I sit down and I go, before I leave today, if I don't get this finished, like what? Yeah. So it's back to that question where I said, what would success look like for you? And right. you said, I want to walk in and know exactly how I'm going to spend my time that day. Uh-huh. And there's something very satisfying where you walk in and you're like, I'm going to buckle down on the newsletter. Right. You got three I'm going to spend an hour writing of just creative time because for me today, that's what success is going to feel like. Okay. Is getting an hour of creative time. Right. And I'm going to have a conversation with Michelle about what? This. Yeah. Okay. Great. Right. And mm-hmm. so then... I don't do anything else yeah. until those three things are done. That's the kicker for me. And you know what it <laughs> looks such like? A, I, I love that you say multitasking is not a it's BS. thing. Because guess it's what? BS. That's all I do all the time. Is I just multitask so everything gets 60% done. And it drives me bonkers. It has taken me literally yelling at people. Yeah. And I'm not proud of that. <laughs> and it's, I'm yelling in a nice way. You yell whenever you yeah, want to yell. Yeah, but in the, in the meeting... Like yesterday we had a meeting about our Instagram for you event. 
Yeah. The first thing we were gonna talk about is selling tickets. So then Ashley wants to talk about panel members, and I go, no. Talk about selling tickets. <laughs> that is not part of the ticket conversation, but I'm gonna write it down, and that will be next. Oh, okay, got so it. So I write it down, mm -hmm. and we are not allowed to move to the next topic. It's the same, it's the okay. one thing. Right. You just do the one up. thing, it is just a habit and nothing more. Yeah, it's you're not right. It's not rocket science. Yeah. And honestly, we, we can complicate it and say you need systems and you need titles and we're so different. Nobody has right. a model like us. Or we can say just show up, have three things. And then the check-in is who are the key people you need to tell the three things you're focusing on? Right. And they tell you and you go, you know what? Actually, this is more of a priority. Okay. So that's been the really good communication where I come in and I say to Julie, like, what are you working on today? And she says this and this and this, but because I've decided my top three for the day and I'm running the ship here, right? Right. But so you can adjust I have decided that my top three, I'm like, ooh, you prioritized that project down here, but it's priority up here for me because we all as humans I like, like to lot. show up and do what we feel comfortable and manageable working on. So like what you feel like you can easily check off your list, you're going to do first right. or what like the least resistance or most sure. resistance but then somebody else over here doesn't have that and uh -huh. that's how all of the priorities get like this right so even in your Monday planning meeting I would create a top three priorities for the week that's a great idea it's just these little tiny things yep and I think also this like top your top three things can be a great way to coordinate 10 people yeah that this is our other pain point because and they're probably not all in at the same time. We're not all in at the yeah. same time. So we, we all have channel. really different, we have a Slack channel. We yeah. all have really different work schedules and workflows. We all have really yeah. different work ethics where like some people get more things done in one day than other people. It's just the truth. Yeah. We have some more creative people. We have some more business minded people. We have like, we have such an array of personalities Yeah. that I think if we can all get on board with this, like three things. So like on Monday we say for the week, these are the three things we need to get done. JK Studios and then, top priorities. Yes. And there could even be like, like you might find like, okay, one is something is like happening right now. Right. Two is something we want to happen in the next couple months. Oh. And three is something that we all feel excited about moving on in the future. Yes. So you're getting a taste that's of it such all. A, that's such a great idea because like for just an example, this isn't a fire, but this yes. is. Good application. This a goal we have yeah. is a movie. We want to make a movie I love so it. bad. I love it. We always talk about script yes. ideas. We have, guess how much of a script we've written. Yes. <laughs> Maybe an outline. Exactly. Because it takes so much yeah. time oh and there's all these fires, yeah. right? And it doesn't pay the bills right now. Exactly. But it's easy it's to an... wake up. It's me and my book. Five sure. years later, where's my book? You still don't have it. Where's the book? That's exactly us. Where it's like, man, we, we've been wanting to make, make a movie for five years. That was one yeah. thing that when we did Freelancers, it was nuts. But we wanted to make a sitcom so bad. We and we got it. funding and we just killed ourselves for two months. And we did the thing. Yeah. And the reason why we gladly killed ourselves is because it was a passion project. And we wanted to do it. As soon as all this is how we make money on it, go. You know, like it was great. Yeah. A movie, the same thing. We, scripts, writing a, writing a movie, it takes so much time. It takes people years and years and years yeah. and years but there's gonna be some day that someone walks up to us and says we want to pay for your movie and we're not gonna be ready we're not gonna have what we need yeah. and then that's a fire so it's yeah. like it's gonna be a fire someday but I love the idea of like there's three things and I, I already know like the the thing in the future that we like how, what are we doing on the movie this week and 
I think the looming pressure of the goal or the unfulfilled wish yeah. seems so much bigger than the actual time it right. takes you just, to yeah. sit down. And so I sat down one day and I was like, I gotta write a book. I gotta write a book. <laughs> oh my gosh, like why haven't I written I a book? I can't wait to I can't wait to read Thank it. Thank you. It's really good so far. It'll be great. And I sat down and I wrote and I knocked out like four thousand words. And then I was like, wait, how many words are in a book? And yeah. so I searched how many words are in a 200 page book, uh-huh. 40 to 50,000. Uh-huh. So then I did the math. You're like, oh, if I do that 10, 12 times. No, it's then... not that simple. Right, right, right. But I, I get it. But it is, and same with the movie, the amount of energy and space that that goal is taking up in your conscious is huge. Yeah, yeah. Where the actual time of like on Fridays for one hour, we have movie time yeah. and we just, even if we just imagine right. for one hour, mm-hmm. then every week you're like... You're chipping away. We are working on the movie. Right. And I think the other thing for people like me and you is sometimes we have to just say to ourselves, what if what it is right now is exactly what it should be? Mm. Julie said that to me today mm. and I was like... I'm like... <sighs> <sighs> What if what it is right now is exactly what it should be? Because you're living in this scarcity oh, mentality of like, they're going to come to us and we're not going to be ready with the movie. Right. But what if where the movie is right now is exactly what it should be? There's a certain project. Okay. And all year, I've been like, I don't get to do it until I finish my book. Uh-huh. And then I had this CFO consultant guy sitting there and Michelle sitting there and she said, let's do it, Allison, let's do it. And it's like what I want to do and it's yeah. bubbling up inside of me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, but I don't get to until I finish my book. And Michelle goes, you'll finish your damn book when you finish your damn book. Let's get on this. Right. But you and have to make a choice. To she's absolutely it. true because I thought if I withheld being able to do things I wanted to do, it would get me to finish the book. But oh, actually okay. by withholding things that I really wanted to do, my inspiration and my passion and my excitement has literally plummeted. Right. And I've been like, well, now it's almost like a punishment. It is a punishment. And it shouldn't be a punishment. I turned it in. I feel like that's really easy to do with creative projects. Yeah. For me personally, having those three things I need to get done every day. Yeah. I feel like I always have like a list of like, I always have my to-do list, but I, to prioritize for me and to touch base with people on my team, that's for me individually will, will make my work time more efficient and I'm into it. Love it. And getting it on the schedule. I'm getting it on the schedule. Okay. So there was a study done, three groups. Okay. First group, they said, just write down that like you want to exercise you're gonna exercise and we make a plan. Okay. Kay. Second group, we pump you up, we give you motivation. Mm, okay. Okay. Third group, we're gonna exercise. I'm saying the days I'm gonna exercise on, I have a time and a place. Okay, specifics. Specifics. First group, about 30% exercise. Second group, about 30% exercise. Third group, everybody. 91%. That's, that's amazing. So it's not just getting the three, it's I'm going to work on the movie on Friday at noon. At this point. Okay. Today okay, I'm going to work on my writing from 9 to 10. So yeah. I started, do, I don't do it all the time. Yeah. But I started putting in like, I'm writing today from 9 to 10. And literally by writing it in my calendar. So that would be yeah. the one thing. So the that's actionables great. and assigning times okay. specifics. Okay. Great. So number one. That. Number two. Number two, take that kind of thought nugget and apply it to group yes. coordination. Yes. Same thing. So we we have, every week we have three things. We have immediate needs, which are, there's 20 of them all the time. So like that shouldn't be a problem of like, yeah. these are immediate needs. Maybe even we do, there's so many of us. So I'm just thinking out loud here. Yeah. 
if we have three categories of items to get done, like you were saying. So the first one is like, this is a pretty immediate need. We need to get it done. Who's getting it done and when and get specific. Yeah. The second one is more like, this is like immediate, like this is a need that we're going to need soon, but it's not like our agent is waiting on it right yeah. now. Our third thing is like, in, the, in our wildest dreams, what project will we do next? If we, let's, and let's I think the way it. to frame it so that it doesn't get pushed aside uh -huh. is if we don't work on this, these other things aren't going to be as good. Yeah, uh-huh. This fuels like they're all connected the to passion, the creativity, the inspiration, where sometimes I just have to say, F it, we're all going to lunch. Yeah. Like, I get that we're doing an event, and I get we're tight on money this week, or right. I get this, and then it's like, I just have to sit down and make eye contact and have a conversation with right. my team. Right, You know what I uh -huh. mean? Because we're all just grinding and pushing and hustling, and you guys, because you're creative, and all people, creativity sparks when fun is being had. Right. And I know we have a lot of fun doing our work yes but it's still work yeah yes yeah. but it's still work and yeah. sometimes being like I, I will say this the word priority comes from the latin root prior okay. which means the very first thing okay and i think one issue is you have about 20 priorities that's exactly right and so even now you're like here's how we can label all the priorities yeah so yeah. it's paring down priorities okay too. okay i'll do Crossing it it's gonna be few. hard but i'll do it it is but it's but it's going to be so much more effective. We'll be able to yeah. get to more things when you have priorities, which is the, it just blows my mind, man. It's crazy. It doesn't make any sense, but I believe you. Thank you. I trust you. I have faith in what you're saying. I have faith in you. Oh, and thanks. I would say the other thing to think about that we touched on today is that concept of taking and put this in the top three, uh -huh. taking the time after a project has just felt hellish yeah. to say what was the cause of error yeah, or what were the errors, what yes. are the do-betters, yes. and what was the root there, and is there a system? Yeah, to deal with that cause Is of there error. a system that we can put in place? Absolutely, because we have, we just call them post-mortems, but yes. like basically like after a project, yeah. what was good, what was bad, what did we learn? Okay, cool, that's it. Is like there, that's the conversation. There's always somebody. So if we come up with a system on top of it, and hello. And there's somebody in your team right now who's good at systems, who is it? James. Okay, I knew it. There's a few people. McKenna is good at systems. Yeah. You do not need to be good at systems. Thank you for giving me that uh, permission. Yes, I, I literally not. was thinking, I gotta go learn about systems. Yeah. Shoot. Right? Right? And I'm like, okay, good, good, good. I'm glad we got to this. Yeah. Like, you stop it. No, bad. Stop. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, oh, this is this is all this is this is a personal pain point. There's something to do. Oh, I got it. I'll do 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 it. I say it all the time. Yeah. And also, I mean, we can get into like a codependency issue where like you need uh -huh. to be needed by the group, but yep. who doesn't need to be yep. needed by the group? And then the value that you're bringing to the group. I got it, guys. Yep. So yep. just like you can unpack that later if yep. you want. I'll I will with my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> As I often do. <laughs> with your real therapist? Yes, not yes, your yes. Business that's right. That's right. But not, with, not with my business therapist. But that's business. <laughs> so dumb. But thank you for knowing how sexy I can Of course. It's amazing. But that's what I would think is just give yourself permission. Because you're in such a beautiful team community. Mm -hmm. There's mm -hmm. no I in your team. Right? <laughs> um, there's an I in Natalie, but there's no I in that's, your team. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can say, like, hey, James, you're really good at systems. What's your suggestion? What does your brain think to do with this? Yeah. And that's what I do with McKenna. Great. And I'm realizing Julie is good at systems, too. And Nichelle and I 
are bad at systems. We're the hot mess express and like we'll be like, yeah, we got it figured out and then nothing. Like, yeah. So we just yeah. recruit. That's right. And when I was launching like something, I brought Eric in and he helped set up a few systems and then we used them and then Eric left. Yeah. That you can bring someone in to set up systems. Yeah, we could. It's like a whole thing. I don't even think you need to. I feel like you've got so much talent right now and yeah. maybe down in the future. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. That's also, that is an, an option to think about. Okay. Like, rather than slowing yourselves down, is there somebody you could bring in to set up systems? Yeah. Because literally question. it's called organizational development and organizational health and behavior. And there are people who have like master's degrees in it crazy isn't that bananas that's great you can hire that crap out i'm glad somebody did that yeah a bunch of creatives don't need to do it uh-uh. that's what i need for me i need to be managed yes <laughs> I need yes to be managed. okay so people are good. so excited now they're in love with you and they can follow you on instagram I'm at sure. nat they could follow me on nat mads i don't know yeah. much with it you just i mainly just i post things i have going on yeah and I post pictures of my insane daughters. This is this is perfect. But then they they're can insane, also and I love them. They can watch all the fun stuff we were talking about on YouTube uh-huh. at JK Studios. Yep, sure can. Go and support. Oh yeah. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> Share with your friends and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we did a really good job. <laughs>
go back and listen to lots of the suggestions I gave to Natalie because those are the things that are gonna help you. Question number two, think of a specific problem you're struggling with right now. I always ask you to think of like, apply this to a problem, what are you struggling with right now? But truly, really think of a specific problem and define what success for that specific problem is going to look like. And you hear me do this with the business therapy, people who come in, at the beginning of the conversation, I love to ask them, what is success for this specific thing going to look like? Because they might have an idea that at the end of the conversation, there's gonna be some big something or other, when really, what actual success is going to be is a certain feeling, an idea, a resolution for a specific problem. So just think of that for you. And lots of times, if you don't know the answer, like what success is going to look like for this problem, focus on the feeling. How do you wanna feel when this is resolved? What would a successful feeling? And what's crazy is when you do this, sometimes I realize that I could make that choice and feel that way right now with how the situation is right now. Let that blow your own mind. Okay, business therapy question number three, what passion project are are you putting on hold to take care of all the other fires? Are you robbing yourself of inspiration because you keep putting this project on hold? I have definitely done this. I've almost made my inspiration, like I said to Natalie, I've made this you know, thing I wanna do like almost like a punishment. I don't get to do it until I've done all these other things. And that really can rob you of joy and inspiration because when you work on the passion project, you're igniting your passion and that inspiration carries into the other projects that you're doing. Are you loving business therapy? I am loving, I am loving business therapy. And if you are loving it and you're enjoying the questions and the interviews, will you please share it online, text message it to a friend, tell someone in a conversation about it. That's truly the best way to spread this podcast. And I'm just so excited about these open conversations. And I really believe that having these open, transparent conversations is gonna help us all feel relief and connection and inspiration. And if you do share it on Instagram and tag Allison's Brand School, we're gonna be looking for people who are tagging it and send them different treats from my Party with Allison swag shop. Now, did you know that you can be getting inspiration and direction and insight in your inbox every week through our Boss Babes In Crowd newsletter? We send out something to focus on for the week, an action item, and then we also send out links to all of the business therapy episodes. And if you wanna go ahead and join that, I'm gonna give you a really, really awesome, it's almost like a mini course, a worksheet, and it's called Two Steps to Building Your Empire. It's some of my best content. People go crazy for it, and I want you to have it because if you're feeling confused or stuck or overwhelmed or anything right now, it is such an amazing way to clarify. And you can get that for free, um, and it's gonna opt you into the newsletter by texting 31996. So you text to that number, 31996, and you text the word Build My Empire, all one word, and that's gonna get you in our Boss Babes in crowd, and it's gonna get you that free download. I wanna thank you guys so much for being here. I wanna thank you for listening. I wanna thank you for sharing. I wanna thank Natalie. You're doing an incredible job. The world needs you. It's hard not just consuming, it's hard creating, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it because what else is life about? If not that, if not just examining and exploring and discovering what it is we have to share and then sharing it, I mean, I just think nothing could be more beautiful. It breeds connection, it breeds happiness, and it serves those around us. 
So I hope you take that. I hope you love it. And I want to remind you that if you feel called to do it, freaking do it. Get out there and get it done, boss babes. My man, Mr. Eric Robertson, wants to invite you to join Pleasant Pictures Music Club. If you are a content creator, you can save 20% off with the code Business Therapy. So go to pleasantpictures.club and enjoy this jaunty tune.